Hi there, my name is Cal Evans and welcome to the Frontiers Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk to a member of, or somebody that's on the Gun.io talent stack named Wolf Donut. Say hi to everybody, Wolf. Hi, how are you? Uh, Wolf, I, I got to say, and I didn't prep you for this, but I got to say, I love the name. Okay. Uh, I got a friend Thank of you. mine who named his son Wolf. And so you're, you're actually the second person I've run into with that name, but I, I just love that name. That's cool. <laughs> Thank you. So um, the, the whole idea here is to get to know a little bit more about you so that people can um, understand who you are. And you're just not just a, a name and a picture on a, on a website. Um, talk to us a little bit about how you got into programming. Um, well, it's funny. So I've been, uh, like a few others, I've been around the block a few times. In other words, my, my very first computer was, I think it's about 1982. Uh, my dad brought home a Commodore VIC-20. Um, so <laughs> uh, older people will probably uh, rejoice at that. Um, I'd always wanted a 64, but couldn't get it. But uh, that was my introduction to computers. Uh, I started learning basic. I started copying and retyping programs from the old compute magazines so I could and of course back then there was I didn't have a tape drive yet so every time you turned off your computer you lost all of your work there was no no yeah nothing was saved which was terrible and once once I finally figured out how to use tape drive and got that working out a little bit better um so I did that and then fast forward uh I don't know how many years um decided I needed to go back to school uh and so since I'd always been interested in tech, it had been a while, I'd been away from it, but I'd always been interested in it. I think my dad had started that. And so I uh, went back to school and went back for uh, computer engineering because I was interested in both programming and the hardware side of things. So that seemed better than either computer science or software engineering. So um, yeah, that's pretty much all my life. Yeah. I, I'm another um, Commodore fan. I, I had a VIC-20 for a while, um, upgraded to the 64, and life became so much better when I purchased a 1541 floppy drive. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids, floppy disks are those icons on the save button. You know, that's not a coaster. <laughs> and so, uh, but, you know, we, uh, I, I had one of those. At one point, I actually had three Commodore 64s. So wow. um, I, I was big into it. I, I ran the local user group. I was a huge nerd. Still am, but, you know. I was drooling uh, over the Amiga. Remember when they released the Amiga? And I said, oh, my God, that's beautiful. Yeah, that is. Um, and a friend of mine over in Germany, Sebastian Bergman, uh, was big into the Amiga scene and still to this day promotes the the old demos that they used to make, the graphic demos and all that, yeah. the videos. Yeah. He still promotes those and he has Amiga emulators where he can run them and all kind of fun stuff. The fun thing is, you know, I, our phones are now more powerful than those things ever were. But at the time, they oh, were cutting edge. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hey, um, let's move on to the second question because I can sit here reminisce forever, but nobody wants to hear me talk. Um, talk to me about your favorite project that you've ever worked on. Um, I think that would have to be, I worked at a company in Alaska called Saltwater and they do, um, yeah, I lived in Alaska for, for about 20 years, um, wow. but Saltwater does what they call electronic monitoring. So they work with um, national fisheries. And so what they do is they build, well, actually, they asked me to build an electronic monitoring system that could be installed on board 
commercial fishing vessels to basically take the place of human observers. And so this system would kick on whenever a fishing event was taking place. And it was uh, basically a server, some uh, hard drives, and then a bunch of IP connected cameras and some sensors. And so what it would do is it monitor the fishing event and um, check for bycatch, check to see that the fishermen were keeping what they should, throwing away what they should, um, looking at catch sizes and whatnot, and then monitoring things like GPS location and all that. And so they didn't, they didn't really have much when I started. And so that's one of the reasons they brought me on. They said, would you like to build this? And I was almost fresh out of college. And I said, yes, absolutely. Um, so I was there for a, a little while. And so the, the system I built from the ground up ended up being used in um, what was then one of the largest EM projects in the world, the uh, tuna fisheries project. Mm. So it's one of my favorites because A, I've always been very ocean oriented. And so I got to work on fishing boats. And then B, it also um, drove home the fact that the, the thing I like most about what I do is when I write code that interfaces with real objects. So I hate sitting at a screen and just writing code that makes software. I prefer writing code that interfaces with hardware, if that makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. I want to be able to, you know, press a button or type a command and watch an LED blink or a robot arm move or something like that. That is my, that's my cup of tea, that kind of stuff. And that project, I think, really brought that home. Very cool. Now, um, I, since I'm a scuba diver, the ocean is very important to me. Uh, but you mentioned a, um, a term that I'm going to have to ask you to define, fishing event. Is that when somebody throws a net in the water or is that opening a can of PBR? Because, you know, yeah. here on, here no, on was, charter boats, that's a fishing event. <laughs> right. So, no, this was in mostly smaller boats, you know, like two or three crew um, up mm. to larger boats but yeah what they define as a fishing event is when they actually drop the long line if they're doing tuna or if they're doing crab fishing when they actually start you know throwing the pots overboard um and so what we had was we had a couple of sensors we had a hydraulic sensor on the uh i'm having a blank i don't remember what the hydraulics were used for but when the hydraulics would kick in that would meant that they started fishing we had another sensor on the reel that spooled out the long line. And so when the reel started moving, okay, we're fishing. And then the last thing we did was since I had a GPS on board, we also experimented with GPS fencing. So oh, okay. we knew that this particular boat would start fishing within this zone. And so what we could do is as soon as the boat entered this zone, then we would start capturing data. So that's Very cool. That that had to have been a fascinating project to work on. Um, it was. I, you know, I could I could sit here and pick your brain for forever on that one, but we need to move on. Hey, um, most of us are not just programmers. Uh, a couple of it for a while that was my hobby, and I figured out I could get paid for it. But uh, most of us are are much more well rounded human beings. Talk to me about one non tech hobby that you enjoy. Um. I would say right lately, I have been really getting into woodworking. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. I, I have always been a musician all my life. And so that is one thing that I've always done. But mm-hmm. lately, over the past year or two, I've been picking up some, some tools. I've inherited a couple. I've gotten some gifts from friends. 
and woodworking is just really starting to appeal to me. And I've noticed that it's a good way to unwind, especially if after I've had a bad day in the office or a bad when I've written a whole lot of code. It really helps you get out of your head and start thinking more about shapes and, and joints and connections and all that stuff rather than just straight, you know, if then statements and blocks and functions and all that stuff. It's a, it, yeah. you know what I mean? That complete no, I get it. the side of the coin and I love it. Yeah, uh, that's the reason I scuba dive is it gets me out of my head. So, um, yeah. you know, but woodworking sounds fascinating. It's always been a, um, an interest of mine, uh, but never had the time to do it and everything else. So um, yeah. it's fascinating that you're into that. Hey, Wolf, I want to thank you for taking the time to be with us here today on this and talk to us a little bit. Audience, I hope you've enjoyed this and we'll see you next time right here on the Frontiers podcast. Thanks for listening to the Frontier podcast produced by Gun.io. We're the only freelancing platform where engineers actually go to hire other engineers. If you want to learn more about how to hire or freelance with us, head over to Gun.io and get in touch. Let us know you heard the podcast and we'll pay for your first 10 hours with a kick-ass engineer.